Welcome in to our Leaf Edition Hour on the Real Kipper and Bourne Show. Nick Kiprios, Justin Bourne, Sammy McKee, Derek Brandeo, Jen Rolnick, all with you for the next two hours. Top of the hour, we will go national. But in the meantime, let's focus in on the Toronto Maple Leafs starting their first road trip of the season against a team that should be very familiar to them. Yes. <laughs> the team that knocked them out. In the second round, yeah, Florida Panthers, and uh, you know, not exactly the same vibes. Uh, Radko Gudis is an Anaheim Duck. Uh, Sam Bennett is hurt and not playing. Aaron Ekblad not playing. Brandon Montour not playing. So you know, li- little bit of the juice gone. No, see, I I totally disagree with you. The oh. the the juice has to come from the kit, the, the team sweater, and not the name on the back, but the the crest in the front, as they say. You know. It's a good argument, right? Like, this is the team that did it to us. doesn't matter who's in these jerseys. We're supposed to care. And obviously, most of the team is still there. So, sure, there's there's reason to see this as a revenge game, but we couldn't get anyone to actually say well, the word revenge, right? Uh, president of the Leaf Booster yeah. Club, how do you <laughs> feel you. about uh, no Gudis or Sam Bennett tonight? Should that even matter to the Leafs? Yeah, I think it's – they'll be pissed, but I definitely think it matters. Sam Bennett's one of the main – pugilists that had, was a huge factor in that series. I think Knocked it matters. Matthew Nyes, right? Yeah, like, you know, Kachuk's still there. They're still wearing Florida Panther sweater. He's still lost a couple big games in that building, so I'm, I think it should matter a bit. I, I'm playing tonight. That just adds more juice to me to go out there and say, hey, if there isn't a Gudis out there, Sam Bennett, they're weaker. The perception is that we're stronger because we're, we've got now, uh, you know, bullets in the chamber that we didn't have last year including ryan reeves including bertuzzi including domi like they should be wanting to go in there and absolutely kick their ass yeah and i'm i I don't i'm not saying don't focus on the two points but if they were in there and laid a beating to them i would have that more important than the two points you know, I really Kip, I, I, I really would. I'm sorry. But no, 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 no. Listen, I, I sometimes you say this things, particular game. Yes, I know. And sometimes you say things where initially I'm like, wait, that doesn't make sense. And then I give myself a, a, a second. I'm like, I agree. You know, I, I agree a little bit. I just think the way that this leaf season is shaping up, it's about thinking about playoffs, right? Everything is about gearing towards playoffs. And that may be more meaningful to them, showing the heart and the pushback and things yes. that they maybe didn't have. Some people think it was the turning point of the series, right? That the, yeah. the, the physical players of Florida were too much. So sure, maybe there is some value in going out there and bullying them up. What do you remember the most about that series, looking back on it? Because Joseph Wolves, oh, five no, hole. That's, that's, <laughs> no team. I, no. It, two. My first one is Sam Bennett taking our prized rookie and bashing his head into the ice. Yeah. There's number one. Which yeah. you thought wasn't that bad at the time. Didn't deserve a suspension. No, it was it didn't deserve a suspension. It didn't you still but, feel that but, way. But like it, to me it won't matter. It to me it doesn't matter. You take out a kid like that, you you take advantage of him being in a vulnerable position. It might as well be dirty. I don't care. I don't care if you're suspended or not. I didn't like it. I want some sort of retribution. I, I also just think I can see Willie Nylander chasing games for the Leafs, you know, mm-hmm. cutting through the neutral zone. They're down goals. It just felt like they were behind the eight ball so quick in that series. And I know Keith has said the same thing, that, like, they tried not to celebrate the Tampa series, but it felt like they were down 2 nothing before 
you know, the puck dropped on the series in Florida. It just, from a fan's perspective, it sucked so bad how quickly it sucked. Yeah, like, how quickly just, didn't get to enjoy. You know, because say what you will about the first round victory. I know Kip will make fun of me for this, but it's an amazing moment to have Tavares Captain win overtime Tavares winner. And like they probably didn't deserve to win the series. They win three overtime games in that series in Tampa, including one where they came back from 4-1 down with all the 4-1 jokes. And that was an amazing moment in the city. And everybody chanted, we want... Florida, and it was like, oh boy, you know, and then they start putting that up on the billboard. I would like, like to say that they also chanted, We want Tampa, but know, just that, that it's been was, edited selectively. Was, yeah, and I know all about editing selectively. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, <laughs> give me the cats. Meow. There you go. There's me saying it too. Uh, well, that's a great drop. But yeah. if, if, if you want to give a team that knocked you out and anyone else who's watching around the league uh, a chance to. Learn that you're not the same team, mm-hmm. then it has to be watching tonight. And no, there's no Sam Bennett and there's no Gudas with his memorable pose over Joseph Wall. But there is a guy named Matthew Kachuk who I would hope that a Chuck few guys <laughs> on the Leafs mm-hmm. would be targeting. Hmm. Go yeah. after him. Go. There's the there's Physically. the heart. There's yeah. the pulse of the team. Go challenge him tonight. Or fight him. Whatever. Yeah. It doesn't fighting don't don't get caught up in at fighting or not fighting. Yeah. Get caught Take up the in the emotion him. where you're you're looking him in the eye. You got no problem going shoulder to shoulder yeah. and you're challenging him every which way. So I know we've got a clip of Ryan Reeves talking about this game. And, you know, just to go back to our conversation yesterday, he he started talking about Corey Perry after he left. Ryan should have been talking about Matthew Kachuk yesterday and Mm -hmm. saying, hey, buddy, forget Corey Perry. That's done and over with. I I want a piece of Matthew Kachuk. That would have been a better thread Mm -hmm. for him and the Leafs moving forward. Um, What... Do you feel about the Florida Panthers raising a banner tonight with the Leafs in in attendance? Would that be an extra? Would it matter to you, or is that just a okay ceremony? Well, uh, is this usually a thing? Raising of a conference banner? I think it like, uh, is. It's going up, but we're not actually gonna like see it go get to the, the guys get around the ice and we're not going to hear like drums while they lift it up are we well, or I, is it just going to be one of those that uh, commercial break hey everybody look it's Eastern yeah, they Conference. Shine a spotlight on it and, yeah yeah that's okay i hope they raise it in dramatic if fashion they have any type yeah, of ceremony for being one of 31 teams that you could say lost last year, yeah. then I got a problem with that. Yeah. I, I think it's just usually one of those ones that ends up there. Like it, you said, like you just feels, like, like it's there when you get into the arena and you're like, oh, that's there. If they did that in Toronto, like if it was oh an Eastern Conference God. banner raising, I feel like that would be... Yes, lauded, yeah. you could say. It would be a... Yeah. And that alone, whether or not it's a an official ceremony or you got to stare at it all night, which the Leafs will tonight, I again... Extra motivation for the Leafs. I'll never forget uh, the night that we got presented our Stanley Cup rings. And, of course, you know, after the the ceremony, you you go to the China Club with your new new Stanley Cup 
ring. Yeah. Clearly. And I'm, you know, walking around like I've got launch missile codes in my back pocket. (laughs) Right? And then there's... Looking for a few rockets. There's there's Claude Lemieux, and I think he was with Scott Niedermeyer at the China Club, too. And Claude Lemieux, being Claude Lemieux, says to Scott Niedermeyer, with enough of us close, he says, hey, Scott, look at the rings we gave them. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think the Leafs tonight should look at that banner and say, hey. Look what we did for them. Look look at the banner we gave them. That should be our Eastern Conference Championship banner. (laughs) That should be ours. Little... Little, little Probably added tonight. I, I, I yeah. do. I want to see some emotion here against a team that, that pissed you off. I think that's, that's fair. All. Do you want to hear the Reeves quote? What he have say on facing yeah, a team we, that we knocks brought you up, out? We bought, this we is from yesterday. Brought up Ryan well. Reeves. Yeah. Let's go to Ryan Reeves. Yeah, there's always a little bit extra. I think. Um, you know, I always look forward to those games the next year, especially when it's earlier in the season. Um, you know, it's usually a little extra emotion, uh, just because. And they took your dream away from you, so yeah, you, you come out swinging. All right, and he's he said stuff before, and he's backed it up. Yeah, right. He doesn't seem shy on backing things up. Did so. it against Minnesota? I would think that, uh, but I don't want it to just be him. No, excellent that's, point. That's Sammy. I mean, I don't want the nine-minute guy. It doesn't the, work. No, it has but to. Guys, it has the, to run through your. Your team, it has to have that that ripple effect. But like, is Mitch gonna go punch no, Kachuk in the face? No, is, he's do you not. want John Tavares to no. go punch Bobrovsky no. in the throat? Uh, uh, Jake McCabe. Okay. Jake. Okay. Uh, tough, competitive. Let's see it tonight. Yeah. Like, go, go, be the, be be I'm that guy curious, in his face. Because the complaint has been about this team that the toughness isn't in the core. So does it even matter if it comes from these four sort of fringy parts? But Mitch, I think it does Mitch can personally. Be a fire yeah. starter. Austin could be a fire starter. They can go start it. Yeah. And then just let the other guys come and clean it up. Yeah. That's all. Let McKay be a fireman. But th- there's there's a perfect guy that you want to see now more. Where's that guy that cost all these draft picks and was regarded as a guy that can come in and be a muzzin? Yeah. Who did he crunch on Florida last year before they went and scored nine seconds later? He crunched someone on Florida at center ice. Remember? I do. Yeah. Can't remember the name. Can't right, pull it for you right now. Not, not relevant. But you're right, Kip. I'd like to see that too. So we have some clips on from Florida's coach, Paul Maurice. We played his clips all playoffs last year on the backs of John Cooper. The smarmy condescension was whew, dialed up from Paul Maurice. I haven't actually heard the all these clips of Sammy pulled of Paul Maurice talking about it this year. Yeah, it, it was this morning. He talked about, he got asked. Just about these three things that are here. So if we want to go into that, we can. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we can start with just on the least Panthers rivalry if it's different this year. You know what? Opponents, I think that I think rivalries are built in the playoffs. They're not divisional or conference, but if you um, do you get into a, a there's no way to play a, a series with Toronto and not have it be an event, right? There's just so much coverage and so much scrutiny put on everything. Um, so this will be there'll be an extra energy in this for us with uh, Toronto, Boston, and Carolina. It'll be a different year in these series for sure. Playoffs. It's where rivalries are built. You agree with that? Yeah, well, no question. Yeah. Well, now that you play your own division three to four times, yeah. kind of tough to form any sort of rivalry. And 
he's behind the eight ball with some key guys out of the lineup. You mentioned uh, uh, all three of them, uh, two defensemen and, and Sam Bennett up front. And they're still expected to be one of the, the teams off their off the basis of last season to be in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Is that is that at jeopardy with some of these guys not expected to to come around until what, mid November? Man, Florida's Florida's in it. Last year people thought Florida might miss playoffs and they snuck in, right? To end mm-hmm. up there. This year, I mean, how much better is Detroit? They're three and one now. How much better is um, you know, Ottawa? Yeah. Ottawa's way better. Buffalo's better. Florida has injuries. Like, every point matters to this Panthers team. They cannot let these games go. Yeah, they're going to have to just kind of keep their head above water here. Right. With, and, those, with those defensive injuries. Remember what you were talking about with the guys who play a lot? Mm-hmm. And Oliver ekman Larson being in the, the top ten and played? We know how that goes. That's people in Vancouver about how that goes. It's yeah. not a it's pretty sight. 26 minutes yeah. plus a night for Florida right yeah. now. You got a clip in here about uh, from Paul Maurice on on Gudis screaming in Wall's face. We, we know Gudis isn't there. He signed a twelve million dollar deal uh, to play f- now for the Anaheim Ducks. Good agent. And someone asked him about that. Well, yeah, they were talking about playing in the series, and someone asked him about about that. All right. Well, Picture. you I'm, want to hear about it? Well, I have to. You yeah. have it in the lineup. Well, you don't. You don't. Have, I mean, <laughs> that's by law. Do you care? No, no, no. He's like Ron Burgundy. He you, reads you, everything. We play you, everything. Do you, do you care? Uh, let's hear it. Okay. Just for okay. Okay. Giggles. Yeah. 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 Probably with different emotions. We just thought it was kind of funny. He's just such an emotional guy, and uh, it was his barbaric yelp. Um, <laughs> people in Toronto probably didn't appreciate it the same right. way that we did. So. We'll see it again, I'm sure. Right, it's a poster here, and it's kind of yeah, it's different, it's, different. Well, one, one has yeah, dart marks in it. <laughs> <laughs> so just as an aside, Barbaric Paul Maurice yelp. is the most Canadian-sounding guy. Like, if you were going to put... I'm like, sorry, have you heard Mike Babcock talk? I think Maurice, <laughs> I think Maurice is like, he is on the Mount Rushmore of Canadian-sounding guys. He sounds so always barbaric, yelp. It, it, <laughs> it would have taken another level if Gudis somehow was still a Florida Panther tonight, though. Yes. I mean, if I were David Kampf and Gudis were in the lineup, I'd move I to would not, I a different play. country. I would not play ever again. I didn't really get too bad in shape about that. Was that the hit on no, the, camp? No, the the yell. Like people yeah, were like, "Oh, it's so." You uh, know what? I hate it personally because oh, it, like it's it. just it's just such an unnecessary. Your team has won. Go celebrate with your team. Don't worry about okay. the other team anymore. But uh, there, there there has to be a bit of a leeway for just raw emotion. Sure, there's not a chance that I ever believe that Gudis would have sat either in between periods or on the bench or on the ice saying, "If we score, I'm going straight to wall and." I'm gonna do. I'm gonna scream in his face. He just happened to be there. But yeah. it is a mindset of a confrontational player, and like my first instinct in any team sport when something goes good is to go to my teammates and celebrate. Mm-hmm. Some people, the whole thing is an fu match, and that's how Gudis lives his career. That is indicative of the guy he is. So sure, we'll cut him a little slack. I mean, I like it. But. All right, we'll get. Uh, uh, and he. I mean, people got to banish him with him interfering on the way in. Yeah, uh, yeah, interfered yeah. a little bit. Yeah, but. No, it's playoff hockey. Yeah, playoffs. you're, you're grabbing some stick. Let's yeah. get one more clip on the most Canadian-sounding guy, according to our Sammy McKee, uh, on what he remembers from the playoff series with clip number three from Paul Maurice. That series was the start of us suffering some injuries that were starting to mount on us, and, and it was 
The thing I remember the most, I think, was walking into after game three and watching Sam Bennett trying to take his shoulder pads off, and he, and he really couldn't. And, and the story at that point was Toronto had figured a way to shut the Bennett line down, and, and we were just happy he was in the lineup, and we needed other people uh, to step up and play. So I, I remember kind of the small things starting to watch these guys, what they were willing to go through. We were banged up even then um, and still playing. Bennett was that injured, huh? Tricky. I don't believe you. <laughs> he's got, um, he's dealing with a high ankle sprain right now. And bad shoulder in playoffs, apparently. I just think it's interesting how much, you know, I watch, I don't know if you guys watched that quarterback documentary on Netflix that was with uh, Patrick Mahomes and Kirk yeah. Cousins, and I forget the other guy. But, like, Patrick Mahomes was so hurt. And he's still playing, and they win the Super Bowl. He had the uh, the ankle sprain yeah, yeah. too, and he's just like so incredible, yeah. so incredibly hurt. Yeah, and you know we're watching these games like, oh god, he probably should have finished that check, and he's like playing with a separated shoulder. Oh, just, I know. It's it just the clip that I put that in there. It's just so interesting what these guys actually go through for yeah. the greater good of the team. Like it's insane. It is. You couldn't take his shoulder pads off. No, I mean I was in the minors and doing it, playing with yeah. a separated sternoclavicular oh, joint, like god. just like getting needles. It's brutal. Brutal. Are we going to see a more relaxed Toronto Maple Leaf team getting away from home, going on the road, uh, possibly a, a rookie dinner coming up soon while they still ha- can get to Minton's money? Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> not, what, what, do you, what do you expect? Uh, well, sunburns. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't expect any greater performance. We've, we saw them go to California to start last year and party it up and team bonding and all that sort of stuff. I don't. I don't expect to see too much different. Oh I know. God, I I need to see tighter yeah. everything from them on the road. Simpler, just you want to you want to open it up again, or are you gonna you gonna start looking are we, are like we a gonna, team? Are we gonna address your call? Well, listen, I, this? We're, we're, I I did write to, uh, today uh, in the Toronto Star on uh, on what I've seen so far, and it's just not off of three games; it's off of uh, a training camp. It's off of uh, what we saw in preseason with a good portion of an NHL lineup at times. Yeah. And Lucy Goosey. And uh, today I wrote, uh, and you can find my article uh, from the Toronto Star on uh, my Real Kipper uh, uh, X account or Twitter account. And it's, it's calling the guys out. And I included the Edmonton Oilers because there is a, a mirror kind of situation between the two where they got this high-octane... Mm offensive team but they just don't know how to quite shut the door down and uh the the gist of my article is i think it starts at the top with your top players um and then that having a residual effect on the rest of your lineup to tighten up the game Mm -hmm. that's what i'm looking for tonight you know the premise of the article being that you would be fine with mcdavid scoring less matthew scoring less if they commit more to defense, yes, and then that leads to some trickle down throughout your lineup. Oh no, no, it, it better because that's the whole the whole premise of the the article is that you have to start with your top players, and the only way to get the attention of nineteen other guys, and it's not a, it's not my article isn't indicative of of pointing the finger at the two stars saying they're they're not good enough defensively, and we know. Matt Matthews is is fine. Yeah, there. I guess that's where my question okay. started. Is that he's, he's yeah. okay? He's he's fine. I okay. Right? So we disagree on that. I think he's an excellent defensive player. But 
That's fine. We're Listen, allowed to disagree I think, on that. I think he can be a, an yeah. excellent defender. Yeah. But he's he's not in the top five. He's not. He, he, let me ask you something. If we're talking about Selkie, yeah. which is regarded as the best defensive forward. Yeah. Is Austin Matthews talented enough that if he focused on this 100%, he could win this thing? Yeah. I totally agree. But he will never win it because 60 goal scorers don't win Selkies. 30 goal scorers win Selkies. So, I mean, isn't Fedorov a guy that probably, anyway. And I'm just saying, yeah, though, yeah, okay. you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't win it the year you score 60 goals, yeah. is, is, is yeah. all I'm saying. Okay. And another part of the article is that Matthews has scored 60, Connor scored 60. 150 points, both MVPs, doesn't really get you anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe maybe just using those guys as a top example to yeah. say, okay, I don't need 60 goals. I can do it at, at 45 or 50 if I, mm-hmm. if I just set a better example defensively so, so 19 of, um, of my other guys can get it. Yeah. So, like, I think I agree with what you're talking about you know, with having your star players make sort of different commitments, like the way I see it, Austin Matthews is the best goal scorer on the planet and asking him to play more like David Camp is a complete neutering of a special thing that you have. So I don't, I don't like it myself. I think that asking Connor to be different, whatever, I don't like it either. John Tavares and, and William Nylander, you know, these guys that yeah. are going to get you 90 points. Maybe can Willie get you ninety? Could, could you get me seventy five and defend? I, 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 I don't want to run the danger of 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 splitting the room up, JB. Where it's like I just you know, don't if, think you can ask Tavares, more from Matthews. If, if you're Tavares and Willie, and it's like you're asking me to bust my ass back here and and not blow the zone, and I watch Austin do it for the whole night, or but I think other of the Matthews players does it. I think he is. A, he does do it. I no, think he's a listen, guy. There's, he needs cleaning up in aisle seven in his game. I'm sorry, but I don't want to see him uh, suck up two minutes. And I don't want to see him stay on the ice on extra long shifts because he thinks he can get one more rush up the ice. If he tightens that stuff up, then it, it will it will say to Willie, I can't do the yeah. same. I can't do... I can't go with the extra rush. Yeah. I mean, there, there's certain little details in his game that I, I think he can clean up defensively. But my whole point is is you have to start at the top. It doesn't work yeah. if you pick guys in the middle and say, okay, here are the rules for you. And then, But, but Austin, you know, he's, he's, we're going to let him go do whatever he wants on 60 goals. Mm-hmm. And that there's, causes a little dissension. Well, to me, didn't like, we saw him last year lead the league in shots. Shot blocks. Oh, blocks, scored 40 goals, which is way off of his norm. And they still ended up losing in a, the same way that they always do. I guess yeah. they play, they won one extra game than they usually do. So it's like, I think the great thing about Austin Matthews, and maybe not so much with Connor McDavid, I, his defensive play leaves a little bit more to be desired than the Matthews. For the great sure. thing about Matthews is you can have them both. Like you don't have to pick and choose. Like he is so good offensively. And like he's, to have a guy that's that good offensively, and passable defensively is one of the biggest advantages in the league. Kid. Like, it's like not that you're just, you know, you're asking him to defend or whatever. If 
you're you want the sixty goals. They need sixty goals from him. Look at the rest of the lineup. They haven't got a goal from the bottom half. That they need sixty. I actually think there's an interesting question here. Just on yes, they need it because they're so loose defensively. If they were better defensively, then there wouldn't be the need for the six-five goal. Maybe it's the three-two goal. And <sighs> it feels just, like asking Canada to play two-one against Latvia. That's yeah. what it feels like. Instead. Justin, you have to ask them to start learning how to win 2-1 against those teams. For you sure. Do. You do. Why not start now? But the Leafs' best two defensive forwards are Mitch and Austin. Like, they're their best guys already. To me, I also disagree That's with the both idea. Ways by far. Yeah, I disagree with the idea that there aren't different rules for different players. There are. There are, but you just, you, you, you don't present them you don't present them. You, you, you present them that we're all equal. And at the yeah. end of the day, we, oh, we've, we've, we found out that you, Austin as an MVP and a 60-goal scorer still can't get it done for the Leafs. I don't know. Maybe it's a Selkie winner year he does. Yeah. I, but they got to be better. This is yeah. just exchanging chances isn't working. And the idea that you put forth about protecting your team, your defense and saying, we all need to be back is a hundred percent of Leafs thing that they need to look out for these guys, have that third guy high. Like they're going to have to be tighter than they've been. And I think this is the loosest I've seen the Leafs through, yeah. you know, yes. Sheldon's got, time. How many goals do they have in from the bottom six? So far, is there two? Like Gregor scored one, Yarncroc yeah. scored one, right? Against, yeah, against, power play goal against the right wild from Riley. Yeah. But like they, you know, they don't have any support scoring from anyone else really right now. So I think they, I don't know. I just think. It is one of the places they differ, though, because McDavid does fly the zone like crazy. Crazy. He's gone. And Matthews yeah. is below the goal line half the time. Yeah. The, the narrative of just go out and trade for one more defenseman or that's our answer isn't going to clean up issues no. that they can clean up on their own now. Yeah. Yeah, and I part of that is buy-in from the new guys who haven't seen, who haven't been here th- for the failings yeah. and seeing, like, just how perfect you have to be sometimes. All right. Good. Should we get to break? We figured it all out, boys. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. we'll see you tonight. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually extremely excited for the hockey match tonight. I am, too. Like I, I just I, I want to see what look we get out, yeah. out of the Leafs. And notoriously, it's been a, a pretty good place for them to go. Right, yeah. Florida. There'll be a lot of there'll be a lot of regular fans season, anyways. Yeah, they'll, all those Matthew Leaf fans. Nyes, they'll have to, yeah, they'll have to watch the the beautiful banner getting raised to the okay. Raptors. You Later, know, you should give us a nice uh, his odds of scoring a goal today. Okay, with that top line. Sure. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to welcome back uh, Bill Lindsay, of course, former NHLer, uh, Florida Panther, uh, current uh, Panther radio color analyst. We'll get his thoughts on raising the Eastern Conference championship banner in Florida. That and more after the break, watching and listening to Real Kipper and Bourne. Toronto Maple Leafs set to do battle against the Florida Panthers, who have their season opener, which may include a banner raise for the Eastern Conference. Mm. I'm not sure how official it will be, but we'll ask uh, Bill Lindsay, of course, uh, who does a terrific job covering the Panthers, radio color analyst. Uh, Bill, thanks for joining us. How are you? Uh, doing good. How are you guys doing? Everything good? Yeah, we're good. We're excited. Uh, maybe a few Leaf fans looking for some retribution 
over the second round of last season's uh, uh, playoffs. Uh, and uh, maybe a different-looking team as well as uh, some injuries. But first of all, I I mean, what what's going on with the banner? Is this thing going to be like a big production, or is this going to be one of those things where, you know, some people notice it uh, halfway through the game? Uh, they're they're going to put it up. It, you're going you're gonna to pay the respects and for what they did last year. It's not going to be like a Stanley Cup celebration or a banner that goes to the rafters. It will be acknowledged by by the fans and and the team and. I don't think it will be, will be overdone, but it, for us, for not being there for so so yeah. long and having some down years, it's it's something that this team is extremely proud of of what they accomplished last year. So there will there will be a ceremony. It won't be over the top, and it'll just take a moment for the fans to soak it in and the players and kind of relive the moments of last year, and then drop the puck and let's go against Toronto. That's awesome. Well, Bill, we appreciate you joining us today. Um, you know, Leafs fans, obviously, as, as Kipper mentioned, excited about it. Could you give us sort of a state of the union on the, where the Panthers are at right now? They're coming off a win over the Devils, but got some injuries. Where where are things at early in the season in Pantherland? It's in flux. The defense yeah. got a bunch back there. Sam Bennett's been a big hole. He was a big hole when they missed the start of the playoffs last year. He's out of lineup up front. Four new defensemen that you're trying to put into this this group and the breakouts have been an issue that getting clean out of their zone they're one of the the efficiency of getting out of their zone they're down near the bottom so that's somewhere that the forecheck has caused problems against the panthers they got to be able to clean that up what they did was sort of get back to their identity though against the new jersey devils where they really cleaned up the neutral zone were able to limit the devil's speed and it looked a lot more like the team from last year there was a lot of jump and chase get back to it, hard work mentality, really solid goaltending from Sergei Bobrovsky that wasn't at the level that we saw last year in the first couple of games, but he got back to it against New Jersey, especially in the third period when we needed it. But up to this part, there's been some inconsistencies that Paul, Paul Maurice and the coaching staff are just uh, trying, trying to get cleaned up. I, watching the Leafs, you probably could say the same thing about them. Uh, when it comes to... Uh... Uh, the blue line, uh, we know Ekblad is out. Montour is out. I look at uh, what uh, Forslin, Gustav Forslin, and o- Oliver Ekman Larson is. Do they do these two really have a shot of 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 kind of holding the fort here? Yeah, they're going to be. Uh, Gustav Forslin is really good. He can skate both ends of the rink, and he's a guy. If you watch him play every night, you're just impressed. He's smart. He's in the right position. He took off, uh, uh, took off offensively with 41 points, so he's going to get a little bit more chance. But he's that guy that can be that fourth man on the rush, uh, get up on the attack, and if he does get beat, beat he has the skating ability uh, to get back. Paul Maurice, everyone loves the, what he does for the club. You look at OEL, and he had a really good training camp. Paul Maurice was raving about him, came into shape, and you go back to Vancouver and, there's a lot floating around about the Vancouver time for Oliver Ekman Larson with, with nagging injuries and not feeling right. He seems pretty healthy and he's skating well from the games that I've watched. Uh, and we need someone to quarterback the power play and it's getting a little bit better. And OEL is in command on that. He knows how to quarterback a power play. He's done it for a long time. And there's a good enough group around him with the Barkoffs, the Kachucks, the Reinhardts, Verhagis, people that you can throw out there. But if you got a, an experienced guy like OEL to run that, 
the power play should not see much of a drop off. And Ekman Larson is playing more minutes than he ever has in a long, long time. He's up around that 22 minute mark, which he was not seeing in Vancouver. So there is there he can do it. Um, as you said, how long? Well, we need it for a few months, and we're gonna we're gonna need it well. Uh, the rest of the group as a collection is just gonna have to keep it simple, keep it do what they do best, just grind those hard out and chip it out and let the forwards uh, get to work. But those those are the two guys, and I would say Kipper, especially the OEL. If he's healthy and he seems to be skating better than I saw in Vancouver, and he seems to be no injuries. He seems to be health free at this moment, and that that's a big improvement. Had a good training camp, and it has he's been decent the first couple of games, and if he can continue on this trajectory, then we'll be fine. You know, I think if you ask Leaf fans, Bill, about the story of that series, they would just tell you that the core of Florida's team is a little bit grittier, a little bit greasier. Matthew Kachuk is obviously at the, the heart of all of that. How much is that still an element that the Panthers are going to rely on to have success this season? Um, you know, it's it's a different feel here in Toronto, but the Panthers seem to really embrace that come playoffs last year. They did. There was Paul Maurice trying to, What's good about this team going into this year after that Stanley Cup run, that Paul Maurice was trying to find an identity. He wanted to go away from that run-and-gun style that won the President's Trophy the year before. He's a new coach. He says if we want to win in the playoffs, we had to get into the playoffs, but we are going to have to be able to dump it out, dump it in, grind, have a work mentality. And just after the new year, especially after the All-Star break, everyone started to grasp it. Let's start cycling pucks. Let's wear the team down. We have the players to do it. And then it became the identity of the team. It it came to the playoffs. It came to fruition. And they were able to have that. Now now that that is the identity. They know what to expect and they know what to do. It it will be the same style. And they they have the players up front to to continue to play that style. I've looked at the numbers. They're they're completely almost – off the rush, they haven't done anything this year, yeah. which uh, they're, uh, I think the last in the league is odd man rushes four. It's, it's gone to just dump it out. Let's try and wear teams down. And uh, that's what Paul Maurice wants. Uh, that's the style he wants. And they're going to, they've had that identity now. And that's, that's what got him there last year. That's what's worked. And the players know what to expect. So they're from a standpoint of where they were at last year, as far as searching for an identity, now, at least year, this year, they know what they are and what they want to be. We're talking to Bill Lindsay, Panthers analyst, uh, as we get set for the Toronto Maple Leafs taking on the Florida Panthers. This isn't uh, the same look that uh, the Panthers will see. Lots of talk up here about a, a different look and feel, and JB just mentioned it with the likes of Bertuzzi, Domi, and Ryan Reeves. Is Is there an anticipation that the the Florida Panthers will see a, a different team here. Does that put a guy like Ryan Lumberg on, on notice here? Uh, because I, if, if, if everybody's been listening to comments about uh, coming from Ryan Reeves since training camp, uh, this guy comes in uh, banging drums. Yeah. You know what? Uh, Kipper, that's the great thing about this is that, especially for us and our fan base, we have rivalries now. We went through a couple yeah. of t- series with Tampa Bay that didn't exist. Uh, now we got Toronto on the radar. We got Carolina. We got Boston. And 
this we've been waiting for this for a long time. Yeah, yeah, we won the series. Uh, Toronto tries to answer it. You mentioned those are some pretty guys. It's my, it's a different looking Leaf team. Ryan Reeves, we know what he's all about. Uh, maybe tries to take a couple of shots. Yeah, good for the game. It's good for us. Whatever it ever, whatever transpires in the game, it's for us coming out to the game. For me going to the rink personally. It's exciting, and we haven't had that down here in a long, long time. Yeah. It's, okay. We we got okay. We got the Leafs coming to town. They hate us. Yeah, it's nice to have someone <laughs> not like us. It's, it's yeah, you know, we got Tampa. It's, yeah, Ryan Reeves doesn't like us. People are talking about us. This we we earned that last year, and that's what's different about where we've been in the past and what's happening now. Now the Leafs are coming to town. They're talking about us. They want to get some revenge, do some damage. It's good for the sport. Uh, it's good for our fan base, and we like teams not to like us at this moment. Yeah, actually, it's funny. I remember about five, ten years ago hearing a Columbus player be like, yeah, we have a rivalry with Detroit. And I was like, no, you don't. Detroit, Detroit doesn't know you exist. <laughs> Florida now, you know, everyone knows about Florida and has a little something to say about them. So that is a good thing, no doubt about it. What are your thoughts on the way the Atlantic Division has changed because it seems to me Atlanta or sorry, Ottawa, no Atlanta yet, Ottawa, Detroit, Buffalo, all better. How does Florida fit into the mix now with some of the rising teams up from the basement? Uh, right where they were going to be last year. Yeah. Uh, Florida is going to be kind of into this mix here in that third spot, that wild card, uh, maybe push, but they're, they're going to, uh, We'll see what happens. To me, Tampa Bay is going to struggle this year. You just, if you look back, you can't lose that many key pieces and just try and keep it together. It's like duct tape after a while. Right. And it, it's, it's, if you watch Tampa, they give up a lot. The goaltending is not going to be there for 20 games without Vasilevsky. So to me, I would see Tampa on the outside this year. You, you never doubt what they can do. Uh, Detroit looked really impressive. Ottawa, the last couple of games, that blue line on Ottawa, if Chikrin stays healthy and the way Sanderson's playing, Shabbat, you talk about a guy that can move the puck and get up the, get up in the play. And with Norris back, it's a couple of goals. They're exciting. Same thing with, with Buffalo. So all those teams are, are going to be pushing hard. And then you have the, the Leafs, which to me are a playoff team. Uh, Austin Matthews looks truly healthy. That wrist, whatever is, but looks a little bit different uh, this year. So, so the Leafs are in. Uh, Boston's still very capable. I know they leave Krejci and Bergeron, but hard to see them out of the playoff picture. And then I throw that Panthers team in there in that mix, and then all around them are going to be De- Detroit. Ottawa and Buffalo, it's going to come down to, to winning those head-to-head matchups and just trying to cement yourself and stay in there. But you got to give credit to, to what they've done in those three teams. This Atlantic division is intensely, intensely competitive. One more, Bill, before I let you go. Uh, and and uh, the fan interest running the team to a Stanley Cup final, will that be enough to keep uh, a few less Maple Leaf jerseys in the building tonight and a few uh, home jerseys? Yeah, we'll we'll be in good shape. It'll be a little bit different. Uh, we'll we'll have to see. It's I, I know the teams travel well down here, and it's South Florida, and winter is hit down here. It's the humidity's gone, and it's eighty degrees today. So <sighs> it's it's, it's, a, it's officially winter time down here in South Florida. Uh, well, but uh, we we have sold out our lower bowl for season tickets, which is something that's never happened in the history of this club. Wow. 
Uh, so that that's good. So if those regular fans show up and they want to come to the first game, we're, we're this is one of the the few times I do actually anticipate that there it's going to be at least three quarters Panther fans. I would I would largely be my guest tonight. We'll see. Yeah. You never know what happens on the free market and how tickets <laughs> are sold and least wanting to go to the first game and maybe not all the snowbirds are down here yet. Uh, but this is a perfect chance. I think you'll see. I'll see. This will be overwhelming tonight for the Panthers and their fan base. They're going to come out and support this club. We'll keep an eye on uh, for Brooks Kepka and his pylon. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah. I hope he bought a season ticket there, for his so. pylon. <laughs> hey. Yeah, him and him and Eckblad, I think, made up for that. Oh, yeah, we yeah. know that for sure. Hey, Bill, <laughs> thanks, for, as always, for coming on our show. Really appreciate it. Enjoy the game tonight. All right, guys. Appreciate it. Have a great afternoon. Thanks, okay. Bill. Um, I forgot about Kepka. What Bill, a bum! Bill was mad at me. Oh, was he? Yeah. What for? I, I, you don't, you, you yeah. crapped all over so Florida I, Panther fans. When I texted him to join the show, I purposely withheld my last name because I, <laughs> I thought a, he might. I'm a Sam from <laughs> because I went on after one of the least talk games when I was just completely unhinged, pissed off about the least losing to the Panthers, and I was saying how little it mattered to their fans, and you know, like they would. They'd fold them for a Florida Gators championship. Like, I was saying a bunch of mean things about them and their fans. And I think Bill Lindsay caught... Sam's our emotional guy. I know. Bill Lindsay caught wind of it. And I ended up on Florida Panthers Reddit. Did you? Oh, they were eviscerated. Really? Oh, yeah. They hated my guts. <laughs> and, like, they're all the comments on YouTube. Ah, we want Florida. Sam sucks. <laughs> <laughs> It's great. I love it. I love you, it. You know what? I think that makes Leafs fans like you more. Go ahead. Agitate. Stir, stir the pot. Yeah. And it's good. You're a Tyler they, Bertuzzi. They can lie and say that they care. You know. Oh, you're sticking with it. Oh, oh, who cares more? Florida Panthers fans or Leafs fans? Give me a break. Of course I'm sticking with it. <laughs> it's a straw man argument. Just to pick a little bit uh, up on uh, uh, the Atlantic uh, and what we saw last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're mentioning about uh, upcoming teams. And the, the threat of taking points away from even the likes of, of course, Toronto and Florida, Tampa, Boy. Boston, watching Ottawa on last night's Wednesday uh, Ooh, national buddy. game on Sportsnet. Josh Norris comes in. Josh looks like Morris. Doesn't even look like he's missed a beat. Looks excellent. But I'm watching that Ottawa defense and... Lee fans should just be like going, okay, just give us one. Jake Sanderson shooting that, that one in the net was pretty nice. That move off the wall, snap, bar down yeah. was that's, elite, elite stuff. That, that's not, you know what I remember last night in his own zone? He's between the hash marks and he takes two steps to his right and he leads a 180 foot three on two. Yeah. I, like, He's galloping. Something Eric I, Carlson galloping. You don't really see too often. And watching him last night, it was reminded me of watching like Kale McCarr yeah. really for the first time with the wow factor. He's got the pop. I will say, we can all I really, really I, a little no, bit. No, like, no, 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 no. Like, Listen, no, I really not hope not he's not Kale McCarr. He, he, he's, uh, I hope he's not Kale McCarr. Let's he, just say that. He, no, he's not. I, he, I don't think he ha- quite has that uh, that fast twitch lateral move yeah. of Makar, mm-hmm. but he's, thicker. oh gosh, in two or three years, oh my gosh. Yeah, but I mean, Chicken Zub and Brandstrom and Hamannick, like, they're not, 
you know, this is not the best decor in the league or anything. But the top three are really good. Shabbat, oh yeah, Chikrin, and Sanderson. Chikrin are all shoots it in the yeah, hockey net, he's doesn't really he? Good. He's really and we're still in that window where, like, really crappy teams could look like playoff teams yeah. and playoff teams could look like really crappy teams. But, for boy, the first Ottawa's looked really good. Even their loss, they lost to Carolina. They looked really good. Like, they've been a very Just good team thus far. If they get, like, decent to good goaltending. Yeah then I, I think they might be set to make a big push here. I don't know if we want to save this for our national hour, but I'll quickly mention it here. Uh, Ovechkin, first time ever, two shots, yeah. uh, two games in a row, no shots. Yeah. I would say that the Capitals look like a crappy team and are a crappy team. Capitals are, sorry, pal. I know you got some Caps alum connections, yeah. but they're not. Yeah, listen, much uh, they, they're they pretty. But we've been talking about this for a but while yeah. now, oh. that there is... There's there's a switch going on, and you just mentioned the upcoming teams, mm-hmm. and it, it it's going to come at a price, and and the price for the last year and a half that we've thought of is Pittsburgh and Washington, mm-hmm. and They've been good for 15 years. Each. Is it is it still coming? I mean, with the changes that Kyle Dubas has made in Pittsburgh, they're they're not ready to throw the towel in yet. But I don't think Washington's did enough in the off season to say that uh, father time isn't catching up to them. I mean, Ovi and Wilson and Oshie, the guys who play a lot backstrom, these are older players. And then the guys, the other guys are like, it's Beck Malenstein and real player, by the way, like it's just pardon. Who? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So they, yeah, they've got, they got some issues in a, in a pretty tough division. So we'll see, see if Ovi can get it rolling uh, it, or if he is washed. You, th- there is Ovi washed. Hit us at five ninety five ninety. Because Ovi might be Listen, washed. Even, what happens in your thirties or your late thirties is even even if you lose like three percent, four percent of of some push yeah. or some some of your oh I know of your fast twitch. Yes. It I I I'm not. I think Ovi could still score thirty thirty. By 40 yes, goals. Of course, he's Ovechkin. He's a he's great Ovechkin. shot. I'll yeah. never put that past him. But if he's lost just a tad, I know it can it, it can affect him. This could be the the very next day. Do they play tonight? Whenever the Caps play next, and Ovi scores four tonight uh, or whatever it is, like they, you know, one of those nights is coming. But he is no longer out skating anyone to the net. Right? We, people know where he's going to be, and he's great at doing it, and he'll score X amount of goals from there. But 822. So he's got to get to 895. Yeah, he'll get there. But you're still sure? I, I mean, assuming Russians are still allowed to play yeah. in the NHL, yeah, it was I the think the first time there. in his career, back to back games, no, no shots, shots on goal. That's crazy. That's unimaginable. First of all, that's an insanely impressive stat. Yeah, 18 years in the league. That is never going to be mind blowing. But like, it's also telling. I think I. Is it something or is it nothing? Is it's always something. a fun stack it's game? absolutely something. Probably something. Listen, yeah. You can always say he's got one more assist than Austin Matthews. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> you know who I... You know who okay, I, did you catch in the game last night? I think it was uh, uh, Brady Kachuk making fun of, I think, Josh Norris for uh, mm-hmm. the Cy Young. Yeah. yeah. And Josh Norris had played two I told two you periods. guys, it's a thing. Oh. It's a thing. It's... I mean, the joke's nobody, a thing. It's a... <laughs> yes. Nobody wants to get hammered in the dressing room as a Cy Young guy. <laughs> I want to know what the opposite of that is when you're pure assist without scoring. Joe Thornton. <laughs> yeah. That's what you are. Yeah. 
Maybe uh, uh, game time you'll give us some odds on Austin Matthews getting his first assist of the year. I could absolutely do that for you. I was All just right. looking at that cap-friendly page for the Caps. God, they got some bad Cap-unfriendly for them? Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm nicknaming it. Until, the, until it goes up, yeah. it is cap-unfriendly really on is. this show. For m- pretty much every team. Dylan Strome makes $5 million per year until 27, 28. Is, <laughs> is he their number one centerman in Washington? Yes. Yeah. Ovi, Strome, and Wilson are aligned. And that's where Backstrom, you appreciate his comeback, but you want to talk about a guy that's lost a step? And was he making nine schmill a year? For, nine, two for two more. For two more years, he's playing with uh, Matthew Phillips and Sonny Milano on the third line. Yeah, that's an issue. Yep. They yep. got plenty of them. I'd take them all for one of their cups. The one Fair. cup they got, I'd take them all. I'd take all their issues. Fair enough. At least Rasmus Sandin is playing on the top pair with John Carlson. Sandine in an exhibition game when I went down to Washington. How'd he look? Uh, the same. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, Just the same. Yeah. Tons of promise. I'm not sure if he had him here. Where do you? Where are you better? You know, I guess he Lilligren. It's, it's down uh, a little bit of the issue of he. I think he's fine when he's going north. Yeah. But coming back south, still not he a strength. Gets caught at the border somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Just like that, our first hour is over. Uh, we will be picking it up in our national edition of Real Kipper and Born. Jason Bukala from Pro Hockey Group and, of course, Sportsnet.ca, where we know him best around here. And he's also doing work with Cap Unfriendly. Cap Unfriendly. He's we're doing scouting him. reports for him, yeah. We're going to ask Cap. him uh, about that as well. So stick around. Plenty more to get into, including what's going on with Shane Pinto. And may, is there some movement there? I'll, uh, I'll let you guys out. know after the break. Okay, so it's more real Kipper and Born after these words 